Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Everything Considered podcast with me, April, your host. Today, I have a special guest. I'm here with my friend, Janice Boscarello. Thank you so much, Janice, for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to have you. Um, I I have gotten to know you, and I've, I've gotten to know a little bit about what you do, and I have a lot of admiration for it. Um, but I'm not sure a lot of people know a lot about um psychic mediumship and what that is. Um, and we'll get into that, but first I'd like to know a little bit about, um, your background and, uh, how this all came to be. How did you, how did you find out that you had these abilities? So it all started probably way back a long time ago. So as, as a child, Mm -hmm. um, I knew very early on that I had a gift of knowing is what Mm -hmm. I call it. So, there's a lot of people out there that I know are going through the same things. So for me, it was way back around 11 or 12 years old when my mm-hmm. gifts got really strong as far as um, seeing the same uh, beautiful soul every night. This one house that we lived in is when it started. So he was, I call him my civil war buddy because mm-hmm. I know clearly what he looks like and I could hear him. I could see him. Um and it's like back then, as a child, I could see him like I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older, it's they changed a little bit. The veil is a little different, if you will. So mm-hmm. um, learning the energies and not having that fear took a lot for me. Mm-hmm. So um, being raised in a, a different environment, if you will, in a religious environment, mm-hmm. um, it's not something that you talk about. Mm-hmm. it's not something that you bring up because at some point they just truly believe you're just having nightmares or you're just having dreams so right. that was a little tough as a child but it um clearly was just the knowing of seeing and understanding what was going on it took a little while it took me probably about a year of that just mm-hmm. seeing him and then seeing others and uh getting that gift started took a long time actually because i kind of put it in the closet and didn't understand what was going on so back in the 60s it's just something where you just didn't talk about it right. just i i didn't have that mentor as as we do today with the massive amount of beautiful mediums that we have out there john holland john edwards lisa williams there's so many of them i could just go on that have opened the doors for people like me to be able to have that opportunity to share our gifts with the energies that we have so um being a psychic medium is is truly amazing i say that i i'm i'm very honored and very grateful for what i do Mm -hmm. but that's where it got started was back as a child just learning and knowing things that were different when the phone would ring i'd know who it was i wouldn't know when something was going to happen in the town Mm -hmm. um and just trying to figure out what it was but i never figured out those emotions and those energies until i was way into my adulthood that i really knew what was going on that must have been really difficult as a child to like kind of see things that other people were not perceiving and um and if in, in little and children are so innocent, they'll, you know, they just talk about what it is that they're experiencing. And uh, in to and during those times in the 60s, that was definitely a time that these things were kind of uh, frowned upon or, uh, we, you know, like you said, it just wasn't discussed. There was a bit of fear around it. 
There's a lot of fear around it, not understanding it. <clears throat> also, I think that we get in such a <clears throat> organized religion faith or mm -hmm. that we don't really understand the spirituality and the faith of it for me. Right. So people say that what I do really and truly, I probably am not a Christian, but I'm such a Christian and such a spiritual person. I could not do what I do if I was not connected with ascended masters and angels and your loved ones. Um, yes. that's, that's so important to me. Well, you know, the definition of Christianity is so subjective. You know, there's over 43,000 denominations, Christian denominations, and probably each one will tell you that the other is not, you know, right? And, um, because, you know, it, it is a subjective, you know, experience for people. And um, yeah, so the definition, I'm not even sure, like, necessarily that Jesus Yeshua would fit that definition in some ways, because right. he, he didn't, um, there's a lot of things that are done in the name of religion that you know, he didn't, he didn't preach, you know, that wasn't no. his doctrine. And um, so spirituality, I look at, um, you know, your faith can be based on what someone else tells you um, or from yes. what you read, which is fine, um, but it also can be experiential. And I think that's what we are, we are moving towards in our society that people want to have actual real firsthand experiences for themselves. And uh, this seemed to happen quite organically for you. Do you believe that little children kind of mostly are capable of this before the, they get conditioned by the world? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that um, for me, it was, uh, it was one of those things where I was definitely not pushed into religion at all my mm -hmm. whole family was southern baptist right. uh, my best friend's father was a preacher at church of god and i was raised in that and i fully was into that i was i was that sunday school girl i for me my experience with that was amazing i loved it so for me having that experience i think i've always had that uh ascended master faith, whatever you want to call it on the other side, having my back mm -hmm. when I know that others did, really didn't understand it. So mm -hmm. um, for them, it was more of fortune teller and it was voodoo. It was magic. It was things you shouldn't mm -hmm. be doing mm -hmm. according to this book. Right. So for me, I was like, well, no, that's not true because I know what I'm sensing and feeling from experience as a child, that this is not bad. This is good, mm -hmm. you know? So from a very early age, I knew that it was good. So, but putting it in a closet and putting it away because of the sometimes not so kind people yeah. in the world have mm -hmm. something to say about everything and anything you do. And social media today is, is really, really challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For everyone. It not is. just psychic mediums. It's for everyone. For everybody. There's a lot of fear. And I think people are kind of uh, sometimes, I, I don't like to use the word hateful, but sometimes maybe they disdain things they don't fully understand or things that make them afraid. And, right. you know, and so there's, there's, it's not limited to just uh, those that have um, extrasensory perceptions, you know, or like yourself that ha um, are psychics or mediums or intuitives or empaths. It, it's the fear is just around what they don't fully understand or, That's true. You, know, you know, 
And so I think, you know, that's part of what this podcast is about. It's, it's not about, it's about showcasing what different, different people's experiences and how they've come to know or believe what they believe to be true. And I think everybody deserves a voice. And I think we can all be, you know, you, people don't have to agree, but they can certainly learn and try to understand for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I truly believe that. I mean, for me, I, I always say that I'm amazing medium, but I'm a fantastic psychic. And for me, I don't know where those abilities came from. They just came and it's just the knowing as a child. And then you get married, you have children, you move on and you kind of, I kind of put it away in the closet for a while. Yeah. Life kind of gets, kind of gets busy and involved and, you know, we can only be so many things to so many people. True. Yeah. So your career though, goes back quite a ways. Um, you know, I've, I've seen some interviews with you going back a good long time about some of the things that you've done in this field. So, so you, you're quite established in, in your work. I've come to learn. I am. I I am. I enjoy it. I, I, I truly believe that I was given the gift, but I also know that, um, you know, as much as you're given, it can be taken too. If you don't have integrity and you don't have ethics and you don't do what you're supposed to to do, whatever you're doing, I truly believe it can be taken. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. Yes. It has to come from a space of purity and just really wanting to be of service and loving others. And I think that's what I see in you as a person that um, really um, longs to bring comfort and love and reassurance to those that are uh, you know, have lost loved ones or, or, or have questions. And I definitely see, see you do that. That is that the bulk of your work? Would you say with, with, uh, loved ones? That is, that is the bulk of my work. I, I do life coaching as well, spiritual life coaching. I took an amazing course with James Van Prague. He's such an amazing medium and so well known out there for the TV show ghost whispers way back in the day. And he's just an amazing amazing man to me and I resonate with him very well um and I just but for me it's just I always say that you can have many many gifts but you got to go with what makes what what is your goal what is your life purpose Mm -hmm. and me I'm a psychic medium that's that's it I just I do what I do and um it's for some people and it's not for others and I Mm -hmm. I totally totally understand that and I I I wish everybody well with that. I really do. So I would never push what I do on anybody. So I'm not for everybody. So, um, and not everybody's for me. So, and I think with everything we do, we just got to be the biggest thing that I get from spirit and the other side is love, Mm -hmm. forgiveness, total Mm -hmm. forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, but they always say it has to, you have to forgive for you, not for them. It's, It's just a big thing of, and I would, never tell someone to forgive unless they're ready to forgive it's their it's their free will not mine so um I think the misconception of a psychic medium is um a lot of people feel that if they're in my presence that I'm in their energy and I'm not I really don't want to be in your energy it's not my (laughs) place to be in your energy yeah they think because I'm around them well you know what I had for breakfast well you should know (laughs) that you should know what I did yesterday and I'm going no I don't no I don't that's such a uh the perception there is is so wrong on so many levels and I've I've heard so many top mediums talk about that that they've lost friendships they've lost family members because they just truly believe that they're always up in their business because mm-hmm. they know things. And that's so not true. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time keeping up my own business. 
yeah. in my own energy, why would I want to be in someone else's energy? Right. It's kind of so one, that's of the one conception there. Yeah. So one misconception is that you're in everybody's business, but you're not in, you don't do that unless somebody specifically invites you to Correct. speak and speak about what's going on with them. There's a willingness. Absolutely. If I'm not going to get in your energy, that was that's that comes with integrity and ethics for me. So anybody out there that is learning and wanting to go down this field, don't just walk up to somebody and start talking about what's going on. It's you never know their faith or what they believe. And then you could really harm them or hurt them unless you ask for permission. Yes, it's there's even a scripture about that. This is when you're asked for the reason for your hope, answer and gentleness and respect. So asked is a big, you know, that's a big word for anybody that does anything in terms of serving mankind. Like don't, you know, don't assume that, you know, best and, you know, no, absolutely <laughs> not enforce anything on anybody. Uh, that's, and I love your gentle approach to that. I feel like it's very loving and respectful. Thank uh, you. I, I really love that. So other misconceptions. Well, first of all, let's talk about what is a psychic? Is a psychic and a medium the same thing? Or how do they, I don't know. So for me, a psychic medium, and I'm, certain, I'm sure it can be explained in many different ways. Mm -hmm. um, when I connect on the other side and I'm talking to your loved ones, that's more the mediumship. Okay. The psychic part would be um, you're going on a trip and make sure you don't forget your passport or you know this is going to just going to be long lines or uh something like that and the ability of saying um the career choice that you're making you may want to think about that because you have two options and you're going to get three phone calls about this so really remember to keep your mind open mm. to receiving um information that will help you to decide on what career path you want to go on so it's more of connecting and receiving from Loved ones is the mediumship part. The psychic part is is just really a different, total different realm of just knowing things that are going to happen with you. So, mm -hmm. and that, and, and saying that, I think that people that do this need to be very mindful of how they interpret and what they say to someone when they're giving them that information. Because mm -hmm. um, for me, if I'm sitting with someone and I sense fear or I sense that someone's going to pass, or I sense that there's someone, they're really going to lose someone they love very much. And I sense and feel that I'm not going to share that because that just misses with their free will. And that's between them and whatever God they believe in or whatever faith they believe in. So I wouldn't share right. that. Right. And it's also like when you pull a card, when a lot of people pull cards and do cards as another tool, you may get the death card. Well, that could be the death of a relationship. That could be death of a job. It could mm -hmm. be death of many things, not necessarily the death of a person. Right. of a soul that's here. So you really have to be mindful of how you interpret things and in, in your perception, how you receive and give to others. So right. psychic mediums, I think that we all have the gift to connect in many different ways. And I always say, go with your gut. Listen, with that old expression, go with your gut, go with your gut. Mm -hmm. That's the psychic ability of going and seeing, you know, I really want to go there, but I really need to turn right, but everything tells me to turn left, then mm. you should turn left at the light. So there's mm -hmm. just different things that we sense and feel that we're not going with mm -hmm. that we should. You it's go against your gut feelings and it's going to be, you're, you're going to know it. Right. It's a, it's a kind of intelligence. I think that we are all kind of born with. And then uh, over time through conditioning, uh, societal, cultural, familial, you name it. Um, we, we kind of lose touch with it. Like we lose touch with it that inner knowing, which is kind of like your inner GPS and it, it knows what's correct. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, there's another thing too about experience, life experience, as you were talking about earlier. I, I think that you could uh, buy all these books. I think that you can have a library of books and knowledge. I think that you can listen to, you know, there's a website called Hate House that has a lot, Louise Hayes. I think there's so mm -hmm. many, Edgar Toll, there's so many beautiful souls out there. But once you go through that learning and, and that, uh, I've been to many retreats, I've been to many workshops, I've been to all these things when, you know, back in 2008, when my gifts got so strong, when my mother transitioned, mm -hmm. um, I was like, I need to really, as an adult, really figure out what it is I'm supposed to do. And I, was, I have this gift I need to share. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I understand where I'm coming from as a soul having this experience. Mm -hmm. So I think with all that and doing all that, I look back and go, my experience is my own. Mm -hmm. right. right. I can go and do that and I can read, but I think everybody has to go by their their energetic field of their body, their aura and who they are with their, they, if I could teach anybody anything, learn about your chakras and your meridians, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. your, your, your physical, mm -hmm. this, yes. this vessel that we have, yes. that would be the, and, and learn where you're going and what path you're going down. So for me, it was amazing to have all those experiences. Once I walked away, I was like, wait a minute, I've got my life experience with this. I, I need to do it uh, my way and their way not somebody right. else's way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all have a unique way, you know, and of course in human design, we talk a lot about, you know, your different authority and I think it's unique to you. And while I I have great appreciation for people that have contributed works like Eckhart Tolle and, you know, the list yes. is on, right? Alan Watts, all of them. Great, great contributions. Um, the experience is uniquely yours. And I think, like you said, when you finally get into in touch with that, then you're ready to start doing what you've you've been called here to do. Um, yes. but but it's the, you know, it's that's great information, but nobody's experience, you know, isn't is going to be like anyone else's. And uh, I love that. I think that's really important. I feel like we start out that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we yes. start out that way. And then somewhere along, you know, on the journey, things we get kind of off track. And that comes from not trusting our own inner knowing. And uh, I love that you encourage people to really, you know, tap into that inner knowing. It's so important. Uh, it's very important. I mean, I and all the readings that I do and the, and the group sessions and the private sessions and everything I do, um, there's a lot of questions. Uh, main questions that I get a lot is, you know, are you a Christian? Do you believe in Jesus, angels, gods and all that? Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of um, misconceptions of, like I said earlier, about, uh, you know, I've had people ask me the 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 craziest questions that I will not do. So, mm -hmm. um I've had to fix what someone has damaged, yeah. uh, meaning that uh, damage someone's soul saying that um, you're never going to work. Your, your family is this. And when I talk about that is I don't ever go to someone that tells you you can't do something or mm -hmm. something bad is going to happen in your life. That's the wrong way and wrong thing that people should do to something because you've already put that fear base into their, mm -hmm. their souls. So mm -hmm. um I think that if you're going to do this work, you got to do it from love and it has to come from, has to come from your experience and your connection mm -hmm. um, with the other side, those energies, if you will. So mm -hmm. I clearly know when I'm in the energy of someone's loved ones, because I, my full body chills mm -hmm. is very different from when I'm in angels and 
Jesus or ascended masters, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. It's always from the shoulder up. Now mm-hmm. that's for me. Someone else could say, well, Janice, I get cold on my left side. Mm-hmm. That's your unique way of connecting. Mm-hmm. So go with that. Understand that. Ask questions. People feel like it's so silly to talk to their loved ones in the spirit mm-hmm. world. It's not silly at all. Mm-hmm. They hear you. In my experience, I always say, ask a question and see if you get an answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? And the, the hardest thing for me is trying to find the answer for myself. Like I was telling you, when I left you the other day, I found a dime. I just got out of the car and there was a dime right in front of my face. Right. So, uh, I have... Uh, uh, for those that don't know, the spirit or loved ones, whatever you want to call them, energy, the universe sends you signs all the time. Mm-hmm. For the last two weeks, I've been getting dimes. So here I am trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do with these dang dimes. So <laughs> I, I get tickled. I find the humor in it yeah. because it's supposed to be love and laughter, not doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. It's playful. It's really playful. It's playful. Yeah. So those That's are what it's supposed to be synchronicities are things we should pay attention to because absolutely there's communication there. I really believe that. I really do. Yeah. A lot of people are, um, Claire audience, Claire, uh, Claire sentience. Uh, I'm very clairvoyant. I, mm-hmm. I can see, um, I hear, I have a knowing, um, I don't get the smell. I get the smell every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And so many people have different ways of how they connect with energies. And um, I I think it's important to understand it and just get your um, basic meditation in. Because if you want to do this work or you want to connect for yourself, you have to put in the time too. Mm -hmm. you have to give them time. Mm -hmm. You have to take five minutes of silence. You have to do something. And I think that all the amazing mediums out there, you know, James Van Prague and all them will tell you, if you can't take time for your loved ones, how do you expect them to take time for you? Right. I mean, really and truly, if you want to get an answer, sit still and just be. Yeah. Um, and a lot of us can't do that. But if you want to get some answers, you have to do that. You got to find time. challenging thing sometimes for people, I think, particularly because we're in the digital age and the attention yes. has gone from you know, people can't sit down and read full books anymore. They want it in a five minute cliff notes version on YouTube. And, you know, and and that's sad because I feel like it's disconnecting us from that intuition. It's disconnecting us from that intuitive knowing the ability to be patient, to wait, to be still, you know, that's really, really important. And I, I definitely see that as a challenge for people today more than probably ever before. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, well, you're right social media and the technology that we have it'd be nice if we could just slow down just a little bit um to get to teach our young ones um a little bit of social skills they don't know how to talk they they're emotionally i think can't even handle their own feelings sometimes and they just can't get balanced or they can't ground grounding is so important Uh, i mean i just for me uh, one of the questions I get is, so what do you do to get ready? Do you go out to Walmart and you start mm-hmm. seeing a lot of spirit and you start seeing this and that? No, I don't because I had a long conversation with spirit one day and I said, listen, I am not working. When I'm not working, I'm with my family and I'm doing what I need to do. Please stay where you need to stay. Mm-hmm. So in saying that, that doesn't mean that they don't show up once in a while. You get one stubborn and says, you really need to talk to them. You really, um, it hurts my heart when I can't because, um, mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to do that. Um, I remember John Holland said one time he went into a store to buy something and the spirit would not leave him alone. So finally, mm -hmm. he just went to the cashier and said, I just want to tell you, you're doing an amazing job. And may I share something with you? Will I do that? Absolutely. If the timing is right and I can, I will. Mm -hmm. um, can I close it off? Absolutely. There's a prayer I do before I talk to any of my clients. And that's when spirit knows that I'm ready. Mm -hmm. They know I'm ready and I'm ready to go is when I say this prayer and I go, okay, I'm ready. And then they're ready. Wow. So I raise my vibration, they lower theirs and we meet in the middle. Yes. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's kind of like tuning into one another, almost like yes. oh, a little bit. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah. So I have a question about uh, precognition or like knowing, like, do you believe that the future is malleable? Like, can it change? Like, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, like you were saying, like when, when someone has, do you think that actions can change the future? I guess that's the, if somebody knows what's coming or has a, you know, has some sort of a feeling about what's ahead, do you believe it's malleable or changeable? That's a really good question because I've had premonitions and predictions. And for me, I've always said, it's not my place to make changes. Mm -hmm. um, can we do that to help? I think we probably could. For me, uh, being a soul here, having this human experience, I don't even, uh, um, I've questioned that with spirit myself because there's things that they'll give me. And I go, why did you give that to me? Mm -hmm. And I, and, um, and it's just something that I feel like proactive. I get the word proactive. Yeah. So it's almost like, um, I'll give you an example of knowing that someone is really sick, like they're really sick. And is something going to happen where they end up in the hospital? Let's just use that scenario there. Um, and I get a vision or something that that's going to happen. For me, what I do receiving that, I will make a phone call, especially if it's someone that I'm connected with and say, hey, listen, how you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Um, so how's your mom doing? How's your sister doing? Have you talked to them in a while? I haven't talked to them in three months. Why don't you just give them a call and see how they're doing? Mm -hmm. um, maybe that can change an outcome of saying, well, let's go to the doctor and get checked. Right, right. Somehow. So sometimes, yes. So um I'll use this in another example is I'll be talking to a client and I just will be like, you know, how's your husband doing? Spirit just keeps telling me something's going on with um, your spouse, you know, and I just keep looking at his neck and just remember, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical medium or anything like that. But, you know, if you start complaining of something, why don't you just, you know, get it checked or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, months later, I get an email saying, Janice, thank God you said what you said. Mm -hmm. in a very kind way because mm -hmm. it, men don't like to go to the doctor and they don't like mm -hmm. to get their checkups or anything. And I finally talked him into doing it and he had first stage throat cancer. Wow. Okay. Okay. They prevented it from going and spreading. They prevented it and he's doing fantastic. That's wonderful. Yeah. So those kinds of things for me that uh, be it environmental, be it, someone's human where it's you know something going on with the airplane or airline or whatever I don't get those kinds of things I get more of a proactive for one of my clients is someone mm -hmm. in the family and I've had that happen many times of thank goodness you said what you said because mm -hmm. I made them go and they mm -hmm. did and they found a little tiny thing that could have been a really really bad thing 
-hmm. the outcome would have been very different had we not gone and had something checked. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know in the last few years, in the last five years, spirit's given me that ability. I I didn't have that before. Mm -hmm. They change with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They change on how they connect with me. I don't know how other mediums work, but that's how the energies and spirit works with me. They'll change and give me something different. Mm -hmm. Um, Every year, it's kind of different on what my abilities are and what they give me. And I appreciate that. I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's fantastic. Didn't know I could do that. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I I didn't know you could give me that ability. That was that was great. Thank you. I just helped someone else. So um, that, you know, those premonitions and those predictions, I'm just very, very careful with that. And the outcome, Mm -hmm. do I think that we can? Absolutely. I think we can, if it's done in the proper way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With respect to it, you know, with respect to and, it. and we look at it in the proper way, how can we do, what can we do? What action can we take mm-hmm. to where that, you know, disaster or whatever it may be or anything else that could be harmful to someone else. Yeah. There's a lot at, at work in this big old web of life. And, and we don't is. always, we don't always know, you know, some things they just, kind of they're going to happen and other things you know maybe there's choices we can make to redirect or do something differently where the outcome's better that's good to know I yeah I kind of felt that way too like there were it's kind of like a yes and no question <laughs> it's got two yeah, answers. it is yeah 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 it, it really is and someone else may have another, a different perception of that and say well you're not mm-hmm. supposed to mess with anything you're correct Probably, mm-hmm. I'm not but if if they're very strong with me and say can you just ask him to go get a checkup that's all yeah to be with his family yeah. and for me I'm going to give that I, yeah. I truly am going to give that but I'm going to give it in a way where mm-hmm. if I bring it back on them it's his free will if you can get him to go go if he doesn't that's okay it, that's it's, it's whatever he chooses it's his choice mm-hmm. we all I'm just giving it home. to you I love that. Absolutely. I love that. So the typical client that you have, what would you say generally you work, most of the work um, that you do is with people? Is it with lost loved ones mostly? Mostly lost loved ones, yes. And then there's the... um, ones that say I'm perfectly fine with my lost loved ones I I know they're fine I talk to them and they have that gift of just knowing they get signs all the time so now they really want to dig deep and moving forward in the next 10 years or whatever and career choices and what to do here and what to do there and Mm -hmm. um, so we just we just sit down and I just focus and and just receive whatever I just a lot of questions I say get if this is a more of a it's really hard to, for me as a psychic medium to say, I'm doing the psychic part and I'm doing the medium part because right. when I sit down with someone and they tell me, listen, I, I prefer not to talk to anyone. I just want you to answer these questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I'm answering those questions, I'm in their energy and my energy, and I'm also in the energy of the universe. So when I start talking and it starts receiving and coming, mm-hmm. I truly feel it's coming from love from above. I, I, um, it comes through me, not from me. Right. So, and then, then when I get down, I go, gosh, I hope you had all that because I'm not going to remember a word I just said. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because when it's downloading and it's coming, it's I, I, don't, I, 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 can't, I can't go back. Right, right. So I have to give. Yeah. And so if I see, a, a, you're going to go to Alaska. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're going to go to Alaska. There's some kind of trip or something going on. Now, listen, you may choose not to do it, but I just see that you're going to go to Alaska because it's something that with your company that they need you to go. Oh, no, they would never send me there. Well, mm-hmm. then I get an email. Guess where I'm going? 
relax. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. well, and then I, my next thing would be, well, that's amazing. Do you want to go though? Is this something that you've chosen to do with this career? If it's not, mm-hmm. then you make, the, you make that choice to say, well, you know, I really don't really want to do that anymore with the company. I really prefer not to have that promotion. So I want to stay back here. Right. That's free will. Right. I see it. It's coming, but you choose whether you go or not. Yes. That seems to be a cardinal rule, you know, just like throughout in this particular reality that free will is very, very important. So we, and we have choice, you know, once we have information, we have choice. I I think that, yeah, 99% of what I do is talking to loved ones and, and, and angels that that is truly where, what people want to know. And especially since this horrible pandemic that's happened to so many people I've had so many loved ones including myself of losing um, loved ones myself and my family from mm-hmm. the pandemic and uh, and sensing and feeling that uh, oh gosh that people missing their family so much and yes. in such a horrible way I mean it's horrible no matter what you look at but it, it, mm-hmm. with that there was just so much loss in this world Yes. Everywhere, not just our country, everywhere. So I think it was very um, traumatizing. I mean, for everybody, it doesn't matter whether doesn't matter. you even got COVID. Doesn't, it still was traumatizing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. It was a different world. We've seen a different world. We've yeah. seen a different humanity. Yeah. There's been a tremendous shift. And I feel like, you know, I think before any birth, things get really rocky and uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> I think that's kind of yes. where we're at right now. That's just my, the way I'm Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, we're not who we were before and uh, mm-hmm. we won't, we won't be who we are tomorrow, who we are today. There's a, no. there's a big shift taking place. And I think some of it's going to be very positive. I think ultimately from a broader perspective, it'll all be positive. Um, but I think it's, it, it can be very traumatic. Uh, you know, humans don't like change very much. We don't, we, no. we, we want the predictable. And uh, I think that's what's difficult for some people who, are not spiritual to grapple with is the idea that there are things out there that they maybe don't understand. You know, there's no, you know, there's, there's no way for them to define it in 3d in that, in the context of, of the material world. And that's really, really tough. Um, What would you say some of about the spirit world? What are some of the big misconceptions that people have about uh, that realm about those that are in that realm? Well, first of all, they don't have a human body anymore. A lot of people say, well, what are they doing? doing this? So for me and how I, in my experience only, um, what's the misconception? Um, that they're sad, okay. that they don't forgive you. Um, um, um you didn't get to say goodbye and you're, you're thinking that I never, that you didn't get to say goodbye. They didn't get to say goodbye. So there was no closure. Mm. Um, and, um, they are for me, the way I sense and feel them, they'll give me images of what they look like and information, what happened here, just so I can know and validate for you what was going on. However, for me, they're light, like Mm -hmm. their souls, like they're, however you want to look at it and how you perceive it. Uh, for me, it's just beautiful light out there. Mm-hmm. Um, misconception of um, a lot of people think that when we go, we're done. That's it. There's nothing else. 
there's right. there's what there's there's a lot of people that have that faith or, or that understanding that once you die you're gone mm-hmm. um that for me in my experience that's that's so not true um I I think the misconception really and truly is people just really think that they if they didn't have closure that they think that they're not going to be forgiven or or they don't forgive. And in my experience, that that's so not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, once they re- get over there, it doesn't matter how they ended here, mm-hmm. whether it was a tragedy and an accident, whether it was a disease in their body, however it happened. Um, there is so much love for their family here. And I have to say, sometimes I tell my clients, well, do you really think that maybe you didn't get there or you weren't there on time because they wanted to leave before you got there? Mm-hmm. maybe maybe they made that decision to say I don't want you to see me this way mm-hmm. I need to go on my own mm-hmm. um and a lot of people think well they died alone or they they left this world alone so shame on me I should have been there that's 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 not true that's they they have to really let that go because um no matter their personality here mm-hmm. their traits their mm-hmm. choices whether they were bad or good to me mm-hmm. when they get over there they evolve what I call evolving mm-hmm. meaning if they weren't so kind here and um they had problems with alcohol or they had problems with substance once they get over there for me they're evolving and the biggest thing they say is I'm sorry I'm so mm-hmm. sorry for my choices and I affected your life because of my choices right right, right. you know so and uh, I have gotten preachers I've gotten fathers, I've gotten nuns, I've gotten, I've gotten lovely souls that come through and say, wow, I really do like what you do, but I wouldn't have believed it when I was here. So I just, for me, I, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I am grateful for that because once they get to the other side, their souls just, they're, um, to me, I believe that we're all going to go in the same place. And some people may not think that, but I really do. And, um, everyone needs to know that their loved ones are there always there for them. They just need to mm-hmm. tune into it mm-hmm. if they want to. Yes. Yeah. You yes. know, if you want that sign, what is it that you had that was so for me, it's hearts with my mom mm-hmm. when she passed away, the biggest sign that she gave me, she said, I don't know what I can give you because I don't know how to give you. Cause mm-hmm. she didn't really go into that realm of that belief of it. Right. Um, right. She was a faithful person, but she never went to church. But mm-hmm. I would have never thought you could not tell me that my mama is not in heaven because she didn't go to church. Right. And I've gotten that before. I just I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not from what I sense and felt. So I always tell my clients, what is the one thing that connects you that nobody else would know? For me, mm-hmm. nobody knew it was hearts with my mom. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was until she showed it to me. Right. So uh, whether it's a song, um, whether it's a name, that's just a very odd name that you never hear. And all of a sudden you're in a store and you're shopping and you hear a song come on and every word out of it is that name that comes yes. about yes like an old 70s songs uh angie i don't know if you ever remember that oh song, yeah, angie. yeah 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 my, my cousin's name was angie so when mm-hmm. she left and passed away five years ago she was my first cousin we were like sisters and i was like gosh it would really be nice if i'd hear from angie i would love it well i was in a shoe store and the song angie came on mm-hmm. i'm like are you kidding me right now Right. People say, well, that's a coincidence. It was just a song that came on. They had rock and roll on. Well, no, for me, I trust mm-hmm. that she was telling me she's okay. Yeah. She's okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That that's, it's, 
you know, it's not, it's just, they have a broader perspective in that space than what they had contained in this body. That was my experience with my NDE. You know, there was no aloneness because we were connected. So there, you know, the idea of being alone there, you're not alone. You're never alone. And we're not alone here. And we're all, we're all one. And uh, you, I, you certainly, at least I had, to, you know, during my brief time out of body, definitely had that experience of just like, there is no loneliness, there's no sadness here. And I, and I do understand things now that I did not quite grasp, you know, on in the material world. Uh, and, and it's a, it's an amazing thing. I would say that if you've ever experienced the most calming, peaceful, love in your life mm-hmm. and you're in that moment of that energy when it, what I've had experience with angels oh, mm-hmm. you're like well, this is amazing yes you, you want to keep it you want to hold it you you don't want to let it go yes. and I hope that everybody can experience that at least once in their life while they're here because when you know that their loved ones are around and when you pray and you just know that uh miracles can happen for a reason mm-hmm. um i think it's amazing I, I i just think it's the most amazing experience if you can have that yeah i think it changes you forever oh totally <laughs> i mean you just you're not the same person after an no. experience like that for sure you're 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 probably having some physical difficulties as you went through your physical body's having some major major changes mm-hmm. um and then now we're going to give you the soul experience so you can understand that we want you here yes we love you. Yeah. You're going through this for a reason. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, the biggest conception too, that I got really truly in the beginning was uh, everybody blames God for everything when something bad happens mm. and we are humans and we humans totally make things happen. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we need choices. to back up a little bit. We make choices that cause yeah. things to happen. Yes. Um, so we can't go blaming the universe and other things for that. We have to take responsibility for ourselves. And yeah. that's the biggest thing. People want change and want change, but they're not willing to change and make choices sometimes. And you go through growing pains. I always tell people it's a roller coaster of emotions and what you go through. And then once you figure out where it is you want to be, it's, um, it's amazing when you go through that experience and try to make the choices that's best for you. Not yes. for me, for you. I always for tell you. my client, this is not for me. This is for you. Right. What do you want to do? I can guide you, but I am not going to tell you what to do. I, I no. won't do that. It's not my place to do that. Well, I don't feel like any of us came here to have someone else's experience. You know, no. I mean, we came here to have our experience, the one that we chose to have. That's my belief. And absolutely. And we have to be, we have to take responsibility in that and be empowered to, to move in that direction. And it's really helpful to have somebody like yourself, uh, you know, be there to encourage someone. But the bottom line is, is that they're going to have to be the one to make those moves, whatever that is. Oh, absolutely. And when we, you know, we've all gone through some really horrific things in our lives. And I always say for me is, do I want to be wounded or do I want to be wise? Right. Do I want to grow from that? Do I want to keep that in me? No, it happened. It's mm-hmm. there. It may be who I am today. So now I want to be a little bit wiser with it mm-hmm. and let it go. So yeah. um, try to let it go anyway. I mean, you got to find a way to um, every once in a while we get wounded and get put back in our place. Sometimes too, <laughs> I feel like sometimes we get to, 
sometimes our ego gets in the way, if you will. Mm-hmm. You got to bring it back down a little bit and say, oh, I learned from that. So I'm not going to do that again. Yes. Or something that feels really, really good. Keep doing it. I mean, yeah. that, yes. Yes. Yeah. Those wounds are incredible teachers until they, yes, don't they need, are until they don't need to be. Uh, and I think then we, they don't need to be. And then, yeah, then we move on yeah. to another, to something different. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's a much more empowered way to live, uh, yeah. to, to understand how, how powerful your choices are, um, and how you can really change the trajectory of your life when you, when you take that responsibility and understand that, you know, you're a creator, you're creating here, you know, it's beautiful. We are creating every day. We are creating for whatever we've done. Uh, I always say what you do today is your karma tomorrow. So make it good. Make it real good. Yes. (laughs) Make it good. Absolutely. This is great. Well, Janice, I'm, you've had some events that they're all full. That goes to show you. They are. Yes. I, I, uh, yes, I've had some events in the past. I had the Noonan Center and a lot of small groups here and there. Um, I will be back. Uh, I will be leaving Coweta County uh, February 5th, okay. but I'll be back in May, May 8th. And then okay. I'll start booking and doing groups and those things here uh, again okay. uh, until probably the end of July, August. Wonderful. So I've come back and forth between Virginia and um, Georgia. Wonderful. And you can always be reached for private sessions and you offer a variety of different services. And uh, I will definitely put that in the show notes here at the bottom. Janice, it's been such a pleasure as it always, always is. I'm just very honored to get to share you with our audience today. Well, and, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. And um, I look, you're welcome anytime, anytime you want to come back. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, there's you're a topic. A yeah, that would be wonderful. So thank you everyone for, uh, coming and joining us today and viewing. Um, please like in this podcast and share it with your friends and um, have a blessed day. See you next time.